Hey friends, this is Pastor Anthony Wynn. Sheila and I pastor right here in Athens, Tennessee at Miracle Deliverance Tabernacle, Oasis TV Ministry. And we've been married almost 35 years, got a wonderful marriage, and we got a passion just to share some of our, our stories, some things God's taught us. Say something, babe. <laughs> yes, I believe the heart of the church is the home. And, like uh, you know, there's a lot of people you look at it and you think, well, they're, they're so strong. Their anointing is real strong. But then you look and their homes are failing and falling apart. You see it in their children. You see it in the way they respond to one another. And so this is what we're wanting to do is to strengthen. We don't know. We don't have all the answers. And we don't know it all. We just know that God has been our help. And we love one another. You have those two things. You love God and you love one another. Uh, you can make it through whatever that you will face, whatever life throws your way. Babe, the way I'd like to take this one was in, we were doing our tent revivals and had our, had our boys. And we wanted to be safe on the road. So in 04, we went and bought us a new truck to pull our tent. And it was just, it was a man's dream truck. It's four wheel drive. It was a Lariat Ford L350 diesel. Uh, just just loaded out. So I, I like my truck. It was just an old work truck, tent truck. We drug it all over the country. I go to Riceville Post Office. My truck's not very old. I've kept it in just excellent shape. And I come back out and somebody pulled beside me and it's a big scratch on the door. So so I come back home, looked to scratch. Didn't even think of the body shop. Didn't think of trying to wax it out. I told you, I said, I'm trading my truck. I'm, I'm, I'm through with it. And and so I was just, just so, I don't know, just and, and I feel like there's somebody out there, you've got a wonderful marriage, you've got a wonderful relationship. You, you couldn't find anybody to love you like this, but there's a scratch in it. And because of this one scratch, because of something somebody said, somebody done, because of one hurt, one problem, you're ready to throw away your whole life. And so I went to the car lots and I looked at 30,000 and 40, 50,000. It didn't take me long to say, hey, I like this old truck, scratch ain't that big a deal. So we want to talk today about how to get past the scratch in your marriage. And and I think, babe, what a lot of people do is when something does happen, that's all they think about. I mean, they go to bed crying about it, they get up crying about it, they go to bed angry, they get up angry, and they're so mm -hmm. consumed by that. We forget that Christ forgive us and we can't let go of it. Yes. So how can we get past that? Well, first... I believe that we need to stop and think before we speak and realize that the scratch uh, could have come from something that they were dealing with and then wow. they had a bad attitude toward you uh, because you're always there and uh -oh. that happens and uh, we say well it, my spouse respects everybody else but when it comes to me he's just he or she are quick to uh, respond in a negative way. But that's where we need to realize, and we all have to, this takes practice. And I've totally not reached that place, but I am daily working on that. But we need to realize that, wait a minute, this is not really about me because this is just not, what's happening is not not right, not, not appropriate uh, for what just happened and it causes a hurt like he said a scratch and as long as say as long as like I, I do I do something that scratches him that hurts him that causes a wound and um, as long as like he thinks about it uh, then we can never heal 
it, it, it just feeds that. So, so what turned me around naturally about my old truck was I thought, hey, this thing's four-wheel drive, leather interior, air conditioning. <laughs> the four I can go in the rain, I can go in the snow, I can pull out of the mud if it's not too deep. Uh, it's four doors, it's comfortable for our family, it's big enough, we can top Mon Eagle, pull in 12,000 pounds with our speed. Mm -hmm. And so we want to take this session, talk to you about, I'm asking you, we're asking you for the next five days, every day, write down, write it on your iPhone notes, you can leave your spouse a note, or you can just keep it to yourself, but write down five things each day that you love or appreciate or cause you to fall in love with your spouse. And I could, so many things about you, your pretty eyes. One thing that stood out with me was your love for elderly people. When when I first met you, you were going to nursing homes and you still do this. You were, you were if you found anybody that was forgot about or neglected, your love for them. And, and, and I saw such unselfishness in you. And I, and I see that more than ever today. How, how many times have we been going on a vacation and we don't get many at all, but how many times have we been going and come back to preach a funeral or come back to sit in a hospital? And you're unselfish and you've never, you know. I, I remember when we were down in, in, in Georgia and his first vacation we'd had in a long time and we were at our dream place, Helen, Georgia, where we did our honeymoon and we were just so excited. We come back for a funeral and we have four days left and we go back and another funeral we come back and we packed up and, and, and I looked and there was a tear in your eye and I, I said, baby, how do you really feel? I said, I said, what's going on? You said, you said, honey, you said, this is not what we do. This is who we are. So I love you for that. So write down some things. What, what's some? Well, I love your sincere heart. Um, like I, uh, I often say that, uh, that's what drawed me to you. Um, you were standing in a pulpit, not because you stand in a pulpit, because a lot of ministers, their homes are in desperate need of help, and they're mighty men of God in the pulpit. But I saw a real sincere heart for God. And I believe that's the only thing that's going to bind people together, is to have a sincere heart before the Lord. But I fell in love with that, and I took that very, very serious. Um, and I wanted, and I thought, you know, if as our relationship grew, uh, and then he asked me to marry, and, and that was one of the things on my heart. I was like, I want to feed that. I want to grow with him and uh, what God has called us to do. So I fell so in love with that. And and I still, even more so now, I he'll minister and will come home and I was like, baby, that was a that was a classic and I'm so very proud of you. And I know it's with God that we have to be uh, willing vessels, surrender, uh, surrendered vessels to be used of the Lord. And, and I still think about that, how, you know, when he comes home Sunday, we come home and I think about the services and sometimes I'm just like, you know, wow, that was, that was really, really awesome. I appreciate your dedication in studying and, and your dedication to love people. So I, I remember, I remember one night I'd preached one Tuesday night I preached on the home. Michael was probably twelve years old. Michael's always had a big heart, just yeah. kind of guarded, protected you and I. And I preached on the home, and it was it was a good service. But we got home, and I got a call. I'd lost a friend, and I just didn't want to put it on you and the kids right there. Let's go wait and tell you the next day. And Michael come in, and he could just feel my spirit was down, and he said, he said, Dad. 
He said, uh, what's going on? I said, oh, I'm okay. He said, you know, what's going on? I said, I'm fine. He said, well, Dad, he said, let me tell you. He said, that's just one of the greatest messages you preached. He said, I'm not married. I don't like nobody. Didn't help me none. But Dad, that was a great <laughs> message. So I said, son, it'll help you someday. But uh, I've always, always been, maybe you've always been there to encourage me and hold my hands up. But what else? I like, I like your sense of humor. You're so funny. <laughs> you you borderline silly sometimes. You're so funny. You uh, you make I me can laugh. Be. I can be. <laughs> you make me laugh on tough days. So thank you. Thank you. Well, you get me really tired, and then um, I just I am a bit silly. I tell the ladies here at church to be working in the kitchen, camp meeting, or whatever. And the more exhausted I get, uh, the more silly. So. I'll look at them and I say, this is the time Anthony says, needs to say no talking, no, no talking. talking, you're done. So, yeah, you know, you got to laugh. You got to mm. laugh. You you cry, let's, you know, always so, laugh. So you do have this hurt, you do have this scar, you do have this pain, but look how much you got to fight for. You got wonderful memories. Many of you have children or even grandchildren. Don't throw this away because of one problem. Get up today. Sooner or later, I look at that truck now, I've, I've got it 15 years later, I don't even think of the scratch. I think of all the, got 96,000 miles on it, I think of all the tents I've pulled and all the revivals and the hearts I've touched and all the places it's took us and it's kept us safe. So write down, you know, what made you laugh? What made you fall in love with him or her? What, what, what made you care for them? What made you forget everybody else and want to commit your life to them? You forgot all this. You forgot the laughters, the happy days, the good days, and all you see is the pain. But if you can get past this, I'm telling you, your life will be better than ever. When, when something breaks and they weld it, that break becomes that strongest point. What's some other ideals? Well, I think, uh, like you were saying, our focus needs to be on the good. Uh, we're all made of flesh and we're not going, I'm not going to always do things right. I mean, I'm going to make mistakes. And, uh, but I hope that he will focus on that that I do that is right because we need one another. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very much in love with my husband and, and I love him and I, I just adore him. I, I do. Um, just that's just my heart for him. And I don't want to focus on something that he said or done that maybe rubbed against me. And, but I want to focus on the good. And there is so much good. And I guarantee you this. If you stop looking at the scratch, stop looking at the wound, and realize that there is a lot of good. And I promise you, it is definitely not greener on the other side. It is you have everything that you need in that person that you committed your heart to, to death do us part. So uh, focus on the good. Somebody told me it was green on the other side of the fence, but there's a septic tank under the grass. So, uh, yes, so, uh, absolutely. If you leave this when you marry somebody else, there, there'll be problems, there'll be storms. So why don't you just make your mind up, this is who God's given me, we're going to be happy. We're going to work together and be happy. Yes. We're going to have a good life. We're going to have peace. We can choose so, to be happy. And, mm -hmm. and the more you write down good things, you start falling in love again. You know, they're, he's handsome. She's pretty. She's sweet. They care for you. They care for your family. Uh, you're, you're an amazing mother. You're an amazing grandmother. Oh, I'm having really. fun. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so proud of you in a million ways, yes. literally. You, you, Thank uh, you. You take care of me, you take care of our clothes, and I really try to help you. I'm trying to learn to wash, I'm trying to learn to iron. And uh, 
I remember mom tell me one time, she said, you drag that girl all over the country preaching, said, you get home, you don't help her in the house. She said, I'll beat you. <laughs> so still trying to, I'd like to make your load lighter. I don't want you to, oh, you know. You try in a million then, ways. You do in a million ways make my load lighter. And then here we are now taking care of your parents. And uh, I'm, I am so proud of how you carry this. I'm just so, so amazed at how you're, I'm, I'm blown away amazed how strong you are and how much you love your parents. I'm beyond proud of you. So. Our strengths don't all, don't come from ourselves. It's the greater that's in us than he that's in the world, than the flesh. So, <clears throat> I know what, whatever you're facing in your home or, or like you said, the outside things of uh, the, your parents, which are very, very close to you, always run back to the Lord and find that strength and that rest. Sometime, Brother Anthony, he'll say, Give, give your mom a call. I said, well, I, I need just a few moments to, you know, get a hold of me, you know. And sometimes yeah. we just got to do that. Yeah. So, sir, go buy your wife a rose and <laughs> daughter go buy him a little Debbie cake. <laughs> Skies love sweets. Go for a walk. Go spend yeah. time together. Write down some things you've enjoyed, you know. Dream of what you can do. And, and the more you quit thinking about the past, the hurt, the weaker it's going to get, and soon it'll be it'll be just a scar that's healed over, and you'll be happy again, and you'll be laughing again, and people will come up and be wanting to have the love that you got for each other. How did you just get this kind of love? How did you get this kind of life? And don't let the pressures that you're going through that are all around us all, we're all facing pressures, don't let them stop from holding hands. The little things. I know us ladies, we, we, we love holding hands or, or, or filling our husband's arms around. I love that. Um, um, I, I do. I love it. I mean, it means absolutely everything to me. And that may sound silly, but we get out of a car, he goes around, opens a door, and gets me by the hand. It's just wonderful. Those are the little things that are big in my eyes. So didn't I, cost anything either. <laughs> the very first time we go to eat out, it's, what was it? It wasn't Burger King, it was Burger Queen. Burger Queen. Mm -hmm. Harlan, Kentucky, it'd been raining. So I go around, I only knew her two, a week or two or something, I go around, open her door. When it, it'd been raining, it's real slick. We're walking in and I'm looking around and I look around, there's no Sheila. Mm -hmm. She fell. So she gets up, she pulls her little dress, she starts, so she said, I'm ready to go, are you? <laughs> we turned around, got in the car and went somewhere else. <laughs> Right. I had to clean the blood off my knees. I fell hard. I yeah. fell for him that day, and I fell another time off so, my porch. <laughs> so we left there and went to Burger King, and we ordered just a little burger piece. It had sesame seeds on it. I will never forget. All you eat was the sesame seeds. Uh, yeah, I think way too much. Sometime I, yeah. I remember looking at that burger and looking at him, and I was like. You have to open your mouth really wide to eat that burger. So I don't think I can do this in front of him. So. That's too funny. That's anyway. too funny. Anyway. Oh, yeah. It's good memories. Write down memories. some of your These memories. These are the little some things. Of, some of the things that, yeah. made, that brought you to where you are now. Be happy again. Laugh again. Could, yeah. could we pray for homes? Yes. Would, would you just bow your heads and pray with us? If your spouse is together, join hands with us. Jesus. We love you. You're the Prince of Peace, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. And Lord, I'm expecting to get emails or phone calls, some kind of contact, Lord, that marriages are being touched and being healed. 
God, I, I, I would like to hear that we're back on our honeymoon. We fell in love again. We, we're, we, we're tearing up the divorce papers. We're, we're moving back in the same room. We're, we're, we're quitting sleeping apart. We're falling in love again. We're going to give this marriage another chance. And Lord, I don't know everybody's pain, and I don't know everybody's scratch, and I don't know everybody's scar. I just know one thing. This God that I'm talking about said, let there be light, and light begin to shine. This God that I'm talking about reached down and takes dirt and creates man. This, this God, this God sees the loneliness of man. The loneliness of man lets him fall asleep and takes a rib out and creates him a helpmate. And Lord, there's people out there that's hurting. You let a rest fall on Adam. God, I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, I'm asking you, bring a rest back to marriages. Heal marriages. Lord, I come against every power, every situation that's trying to destroy and tear down homes. The home is the foundation of America. It's the foundation of the church. It's God's original plan, the home, the family. And I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, even this day, let this prayer be like a healing ointment and let homes begin to mend and heal. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Yes. We'd like to hear from you. I feel the Lord. I, I love you, babe. I love Appreciate you. Appreciate you from my heart. We love you. Please share this. Contact us. We'd love to hear from you. This is Brother Anthony. And Sister Sheila. Telling you Jesus loves you and we care about you. Thank you.